Alright, welcome! Oh, welcome, welcome cheers. to the Perfect Crime. How you doing, Mr. Mikey, 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 Mikey? Uh, hey, it's, I'm doing great. It's cold as shit outside. Oh my gosh, it's cold. And you know what? I know that Minnesotans always talk about the weather and people it's make must. fun of us. Yeah. We have the drama of seasons like nobody else. It's like a grand story. Yeah, really. It's This morning I was out, negative 10 degrees. Temperature. It's a rough life. Do you know what that... I mean, think about this. Uh, water freezes at 32 degrees. So that is a 42 degrees colder than freezing. Yeah. Is what it is outside. That is insane. It's cold. And it's, it's at the point where you like you go to like open up your door and your hands hurt from touching the doorknob because yep. it's just freezing. The car... My car was like... Not happy with me at all. I had to warm it up for about 20 minutes before I would even move. Yeah. It's so cold. Yeah. It's. I, I have my car in the garage and it still is just like almost died. It's nuts out there. It's like serious, serious. But, but. what we get that like, you know, the fancy Californians and whatever, what they don't get that we do get is the glory of those first days of spring. And oh, you yeah. made it through and you're so wonderful. You know, you're. I don't know. I do like the hall. But it also, depending on the winter, it also means like half our spring is also just gray, melting slush snow. Muddy. Weirdness. And it's all muddy. It's, and then it gets kind of nice, and then it's too hot. Yeah. And muggy. Okay. Yes. You could complain. I'm saying I will complain I like about this. every season Minnesota has. <laughs> I'm saying I like. I like the story. I like the process. Well, sure. Every year there's this up and down and drama. You know, every day you go out, it's something new. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Okay. You well, got some crimes or Listen, what? I do have some, I have some ideas today. Uh, and I came up with these ideas actually by using the weather to my advantage. Okay. The other day, I went outside. I stayed outside for 12 hours. Why? No food, no water. Freezing, frozen, it was horrible, but I came up with the ideas. I had to get my mind created. You just had to get in that headspace yes, of literally freezing to death. Yes, to find the solutions. You Pretty know? sure there was a wind chill. Are you okay? Hmm? Are you, are you alright? I can't feel a lot of body parts anymore, but that's okay. Can you just My fingers your... are a little okay, black. Those are, yeah, those are... <laughs> That's upsetting. Okay. But look where I can, I can oh. hit them now and it doesn't hurt. Oh, they're like left pieces on the notebook. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, anyway. Okay, so today we're doing a little mind hurricane episode. <laughs> a mind hurricane. Okay. You it's, mean like a brainstorm? But even better. It's That's just kind of how it is. Gale force winds of Basically, brain power. Basically, I have a lot of ideas for you. They're not fully fleshed out, but I thought, you well, know what? What, what one of your crime a, is? Mike's been a bitch about okay. every one of my ideas, so maybe if he helps me, he'll feel important, and he'll <laughs> like the ideas better. Sure. Yeah? Yeah, okay, let's go for it. Okay, little boy, let's do it. Mm. All right, the first one. <clears throat> Start a paper store. Start a paper store? Yes, we should start a paper shop. Why? Well, because it'd be easy for us to stock for free. I was thinking about all kinds of different ways you could take, you can still paper, no problem. Okay. I'll give you some, for example, to get you started. Okay. Well, you. Okay. So one thing you could do is go go into different people's houses, uh, including your friends' family, and you could 
borrow stacks of paper from the printer. Okay. You know, that's an easy way to get 20 sheets for free. Uh, you could steal from those tiny post offices that are on the corners of streets. Um, oh, just like the little notepads? To get mini envelopes. Oh, mini envelopes. Okay. You know the little blue post offices? That sure. are just like on the corners? Yeah. Yeah. So you go in there, open them all up. Don't take out any nice letters, you know, let's say to grandma or anything like that. We'll leave those in there. But if it says, you know, return service requested, that we can open up and we can take out the envelope that they sent along. And then we have free envelope. So you want to sell opened envelopes? No, no. The um, So sometimes, like, like your electric bill or something like that, okay? They're going to send you the envelope, and inside they have a return envelope, envelope for okay. you. And we take that one, and then we can use that one to sell. But isn't that one already, like, pre... White out. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Another one. Uh, we could take some art classes together, and then we just steal the extra paper that we use, and the or steal like notebooks worth of big paper. Okay. From the art classes. Ooh, what's this say? Oh, yeah, this was the best one. If we're running out of places to steal it from, all we have to do is we go to the park, and look around for some mulch. Find a mulch. Find some mulch. Then pick it up, and we can use that to make our own paper. I think you need to. Like, start a whole paper mill. I well, don't think you can you just, just no, no, down. No, it's easy. You take it home. Okay, so you get the mulch. Take it home. Take a little bit, bit of it. Uh, put some water, a little bit of water, and then put it in the blender. Blend it up. Then let it soak for about a day or so. And then, then you just get a screen from your window. And you pull it up. With the and the mulch and the water falls out and then you let it dry and you've made paper. Is that the, is that the real process? That's how you make paper, my friend. I don't think that's. I don't look. I don't. You know. take wood fibers and you put them in water, and then you take a screen and you go underneath all the wood fibers in the water and then you lift it up and then when it dries, it's all papered up together into papery shape. Paper to be honest, I don't know enough about making paper to dispute these facts. I have to assume you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> or at least just don't know. <laughs> well, it'll work. So that's how we start a paper store. What do you think of that? Okay. So my biggest problem here is that you seem to just want to start a, again, start a business. But really, you don't want to sell stacks of paper. You want to sell, like, loose paper. Like, single pieces of paper. Different kinds. Different, different kinds. kinds. Yeah. So, you want some printer paper? Okay, yeah, we got about 50 sheets available. You want to start a whole <laughs> store where the stock consists of 50 pieces of loose paper and maybe a couple pre-used return envelopes that some, just have white out on them. <laughs> well, some of those, some of the art papers will be good. Okay, also, yeah, you want to go to an art class. Uh-huh. So, do you think the cost of the art class will cancel out the the amount of free paper we'll get? Well, not really, but we still get to learn about art. We still get to take the class. So, we're just getting bonus on top of it. Bonus. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think... Do you just want to take an art class? I want free paper is what I want. Okay. To sell. Look, um... We can also sell it online, maybe. You know, individual sheet. Also, letter. you know, I just I don't think we're going to be able to compete 
really at, 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 with the the major paper stores, FedEx. Okay, what about if we go into different offices to interview for jobs, and then and then on the way out we take a whole ream of paper from their printer area on the way to the bathroom, and just run out. Yeah. Okay, there's still a problem of people don't want to buy a stack of like non-packaged paper, and I know you're not gonna. Tie it up with rubber bands. Okay, I'm gonna have to pass. I You're just, not even not even with your ideas. This is gonna work. I just I don't find I, I just I'm not sure if there's a way. Just I I just don't think there's I, I don't think you can really start a successful paper selling. Business. Okay, so I was we gonna could, have we, a mind hurricane today, but it turns out we're what we're if, what if filming we, what with if, negative Nelly? Okay. Look, I'll try to be better. What if we just went in together and tried to buy a like a FedEx franchise, and then maybe we? That's not a crime. That's just starting a business together. <laughs> well, you want to start a business, <laughs> but you just want the paper to be stolen. <laughs> okay, whatever. You well, don't have to and, do... and we could—I don't know—we could uh, we could also use it as a front for drugs, like oh, like oh, you want three envelopes okay we know what that means and we fill up envelopes full of drugs okay i like this sounding thing yeah 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 that's also a good drug delivery i mean you could just mail the drugs and have a nice little envelope that says to grandma love you know and then inside you say this is some some of my fresh oregano that i made uh Last week, yeah. In case the FBI opens them, I I don't think you'd actually send stuff like that because of that exact reason. Plus, I'm pretty sure they X-ray that stuff and have a way to look through it. So it'll have to be in store. We couldn't mail it. They can't mail. Um, you can't mail drugs to each other. Pretty sure. Although mm. I suppose like I suppose people do buy drugs over like the dark web, and I'm not sure how that works. Probably packaged up to look like something else. Maybe. I so mean, we could try to do that. X-ray thinks it's. Something. We could. We could do some research onto how people order drugs through the dark web. Okay. I have to get on the dark web. You want to talk about some other ideas? Okay. Okay. How about this one? Start a Minnesota natural tea brand and just run around parks in in our town, our city. Just run around and pick up plants. Okay. Oh, okay. Then go home, blend it up, and put it in tea bags and sell it. So basically, you just want to pick up local leaves off the grass. Grass. Leaves. Like dead leaves. Dandelions. Yeah, dead leaves. Uh, Maybe some wood. Bark. You know, just different needles. Blend it up and just put it into a teabag. And then just blend. Teabag. Slap on a nice sticker. Good to go. Minnesota natural tea. I I feel like you just uh, criticized me of just wanting to start a business. Where's the crime in this? Just that it's gross ingredients. Well, that were that it sounds like fancy tea, but it's really just regular tea, uh, or it's not even tea. And second off, the other thing is that it's probably illegal for us to go pick things out of parks and people's lawns and stuff. I guess so. We could, oh, but we could combine it with a weed trimming service. <laughs> okay, but one I, I like. At a certain point, once people, we, we gather up all the ingredients, we sell this Minnesota natural tea, mm-hmm. and people say, oh, this tastes like mowed grass. Yeah. When people stop buying our product. Then we try to sell somebody else. 
What do you think selling is? It's are you you want to do this door to door? You know, you put it in a store, people buy it, then they make a decision whether they want to buy more or not. It's not like oh, we'll just sell it to someone else. Well, we change the names of it to different things to get to the different markets. So the first the first one we make, we call it hip tea or something. That's for the millennial. Sure, yeah, then, they'll love hip tea. Yeah, yeah, and then. Then we call it like the boomer tumor, and that's for old people getting cancer. Jesus. And then we call it. <laughs> Sounds dark. <laughs> then we call we call it like hey, old the old man drink your boomer tumor tea. <laughs> There's a that cancer right up. Then we can call one TikTok, and that's for the. The Gen Z. Gen Z audience. kids want to call something called TikTok. <laughs> they they love fancy puns trying to sell them stuff. Then basically we can get all the different people. Oh, we could just call one skinny vanilla latte to try to get to soccer moms. Mm-hmm. And then basically we can just get all the different people to buy at one time. We'll still make a lot of money. Only buying once. But mm-hmm. if everybody only buys it once, so you basically what you want to do is just continually set up a, a string of failed tea brands. Yes, because once the millennials say, "Oh, this tastes bad. This tastes like dead leaves and bark, uh, dirt, even but new package smells like grass." New package done. Next is boomer. Boomers would have cancer specifically. <laughs> uh, you and, and they'll be like, "I don't." I'd rather have cancer than drink this tea. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, okay. All right, well, we tried the millennials and the boomers. Let's go to, to the Gen Z crew. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. And what happens when even they say no thanks? Then we're going to have to wait for some more people to be born. And then we'll start up again. Okay, in like another couple decades? Yeah, another generation. Okay. I just, do you see how this is not a sustainable... Not even really a crime, just a but business. We can make some good quick cash. It's How? Quick cash. How much are you going to sell this tea for? Probably regular tea costs. So like, I don't know, five ninety nine for a thing of twenty bags a little bit. Jeez, that's a lot of grass clippings and bark. To make you just get a wheelbarrow, my friend. A wheelbarrow. Look. Okay. All right. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm going to try to be. A, this is a, a mind hurricane, a brainstorm. All right. So. How can I help you turn this garbage idea into something that's less garbage? Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. something passable. Why don't you come okay. up with an idea? Um, okay. It's really just going to all come back to drugs, isn't it? Because that's also a crime. This one isn't a crime. You're going to put drugs in the tea? Or we just go door to door, have a service, service in air quotes, uh-huh. say, hey, your local tea salesperson. Uh-huh. Do you want some of this green tea? And it's a bag filled with weed. Or here's some mushroom tea. Yeah. Uh, herbal mushroom tea. Or uh, this one's made from crack rocks. <laughs> <laughs> this is salty tea. This is salty salty tea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This so one's more flowery and it's heroin. Basically, I come up with colorful ideas full of vibrancy in life and interesting crimes. You wanted to fill just- up... Turn them all into drugs. Well, honestly, that's the only way. Also, it's making money in a crime. I suppose that's classic mafia behavior. <laughs> yeah. I guess well, so. Well, okay, fine. I got some other Do you ideas. not like that? Okay, fine. 
Go on. What's the I'm next not going to sell people drugs and pretend it's tea. Why not? Because I want to make tea. Then just make tea. Don't have, don't bring it to the mafia saying, oh, look at all my brilliant crimes, but really you just want to start a goddamn tea shop. Okay. All right. Well, how about I start a rug empire selling rugs? Is this just all business ideas? Well, some of them are. Some of them aren't. Some are different things. All right. Okay. This one, sell cheap rugs as fancy ones online. So I came up with this idea. I was really happy with it. I'm okay. still really happy with it. Okay. Step one, buy one, buy or take uh, cheap blankets. Sure. Okay. Then get some rubber. All right. Cheap rubber from different pallets, you yeah. know, that you can get for cheap. And melt it into sheets that are, are sort of rug-shaped sheets. Melt it? <laughs> Then you're going to glue the blank blankets onto the rubber. So you take your rubber sheet, you take your blanket, a little bit of glue, slap it on top. Then basically you have rug made. And I know. So Rugs are made. Post, you post your rug for sale, but you use an image of a fancy rug that's the same color as the blanket that you made your rug out of. So... If you get a red blanket, right, you make a red rug, then you find a picture online from Crate and Barrel or whatever sure. for, like, a fancy red rug, and then you just swip swap when you yeah. sell The Also, you oh, might be wondering about you could buy cheap blankets or you could take them. One great spot that you could probably take them from is uh, churches. Because mm -hmm. they make rugs for people who need them. Uh, some of the ladies usually, at least at my old church... They made rugs? Uh, blankets. Oh, blankets. To, for the people who need them. Sure, sure. And so we could say, we need some. And then we could just... Or we could sneak into... We're the, needy. Please give us blankets. Or we could take to sneak into the church, take all the blankets. Yeah, that's a good crime. Because they'll make more. They'll keep knitting. Sure. They'll keep crocheting. It might be a good challenge to get them <laughs> yeah. to go quicker. So that's kind of what I was thinking there. I just want to go over again how you think rugs are made. Well, some rugs are made different different ways than what I explained. But I'm making my rugs by... By melting down old blankets with rubber. No, melting down the rubber into sheets okay. of rug-sized rubber. Okay. Then... Take the blanket while the rubber's still hot, or if the rubber is already cooled, then you just get some glue, put that on the on the rubber, and then just put the blanket on top of it. So it's basically just like a blanket fused to a, a slab of rubber. Yes, that's how you make that's how you make pretty cheap rugs. Going is it? I mean, how much rubber would you need to build a rug-sized sheet? Well, you try to get it as thin as you can. The rubber. Okay, that's not what I asked. <laughs> How much rubber do you need? One thing you could also do oh my God. is if you got the if you got the kind of like rubber pellety things, mm -hmm. you could like sprinkle that on top of it, like sprinkles or like you know dusting with sugar almost, and then get a blowtorch and try to melt it onto the blanket. Why don't you just glue? What kind of glue are you gonna use for that? Any kind of glue, like gorilla glue. Okay, so you take the blanket, lay it down, pour, drizzle Gorilla Glue across the whole blanket, which is going to be a lot of glue, by the way. 
and then just sprinkle <laughs> more glue than rubber. Sprinkle sprinkle rubber pellets onto it. Wait, what are you talking? Why is there rubber pellets now all of a sudden? No, if we we would look. I don't know. However, we make this sheet of look. Okay, why don't why don't we do this? Are you having trouble understanding how this yeah, stuff is built? Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Also, so, right. how would you build a rug out of a blanket? I wouldn't make a rug. <laughs> I here's what I would do. I think you got a decent general outline loosely. So you say, all right, let's start. You know, online rug store where we say, oh look at these lovely. Persian yeah. rugs, they're so fancy, they're so expensive. Handmade. Handmade a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. And then they beautiful say... Beautiful color. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, you know, reds and, and blues all mixed together in a, a fine pattern. And then mm-hmm. they say, I want that rug. Uh-huh. And then they buy that rug. And then mm-hmm. we just send them a blanket. Instead of a rug? Yeah. They're going to know just that it's just a blanket. Well, that's where the crime comes in. Because we have like uh, some kind of website where the, you can't actually contact us you can't find us or maybe the website changes uh-huh. or you take down the store put it back up a, a, a few weeks later so the site just only get the same space for one day or something something like that mm, that could do i like mine better because then it truly fakes them out they don't know okay the how is what facility <laughs> do you have that could melt down that much rubber to make multiple sheets because i'm assuming you want to sell multiple rugs i can do it myself with a bonfire probably in some pans bonfire but then how are you going to put all those pieces of rubber together to make a rug you have a rug down right here how many sheets of rubber in a pan do you think you're well, have to that's make? a that's a five by eight so that's five feet by eight feet mm-hmm. so i could do that for sure out of rubber so you melt down you didn't really answer how you would do you just said that you could do it do you understand why i'm getting upset with you there's a lot of question dodging going okay on. so what you do is you take the pan you put it onto the fire and then when you put the rubber in there it'll warm up even if you could melt the rubber on a bonfire which i'm not saying you can i don't know the melting point of rubber you would still need a mold a five by eight mold where do you have that well i could make one how you put different sticks together along to make Jesus. a rectangle. Okay. Or you could put it right onto the blanket. That's my other idea that you could do. If you made it liquid, rubber. So then you are, that would <laughs> that set the blanket on fire. It would be like molten rubber. Just And then you would, you'd probably burn your house down because I know you probably tried to do it indoors. Okay, so maybe that one's not going to be so useful. How about a new... You want to hear another? Yeah. Okay. Man, you've already cut down one, two, three. Okay, you cut down three. We've got three left. All right? I, I, I feel like... One of these is going to be I feel like the two T's and the even the paper, I feel like I made... We brainstormed and made them better because of me. Yeah, you removed all the fun. Okay, here we go with a new one. Train raccoons to grab the best garbage instead of food because we'll give them more food and then we sell the garbage. Okay. So that's the that's what I was thinking about. So raccoons, they, I saw this video. And raccoons are amazing, man. I saw a video of them in Vancouver. I guess uh, if you, or not Vancouver, what's the other? Toronto. Toronto yeah, they're yeah. like. 
There's tons. It's like uh, they're infested with tons raccoons. of them. And they invented these. They spent all this money inventing a new kind of garbage can that has like this twisty lid on the top of it. Mm-hmm. That you have to unlock before you can open your garbage can. And they thought, oh yeah, we got the raccoons. You know, we, we got, got the little now. fuckers beat no. now. Mm-mm. I watched a video. One of the raccoons climbed up to the top, untwisted it. Tipped over the garbage can, held open the door with his paw, and three other raccoons walked in. So they're like, they know what to do. It's no problem. Yeah. So what I want to do is I want to say, okay, raccoons, yes, you've been able to do that before, and you can go and get yourself nice old muffins and different, you know, uh, bones of meat or whatever that you're looking for, cereal. I don't know what, but that's cool. But I'll give you even better food. If you come back to me with the product, you know, good stuff that I can sell at a used yeah. supply store. And so then I'm going to have a team of raccoons and they go do that at night for me. And then I just give them, you know, tonight we'll have beef and broccoli and you guys will be feeling way better than if you had eaten some garbage. Anyway. Okay. Um, is that the... Okay. I don't... I'm not sure what to say about this. Uh, I do feel like raccoons are smart enough that perhaps you could get them to bring to take garbage and bring it to you. But what exactly? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess they do like shiny things as well. I was thinking about doing an academy for them, a little school that they can graduate from, and it'll teach them, you know, what kind of garbage is best garbage. Uh, just some different and, and, tools like and that. do you think you have the capabilities to train a raccoon well if you start by you say okay you want to try this little bit of food that's pretty good isn't it and then the raccoon will nod at me and then yeah <laughs> i'll say okay cool so come on back tomorrow and we can talk about getting you some more food okay are you talking to these raccoons <laughs> do you think they can understand you they're smart but they're not that they're smart. pretty smart my aunt I think they might be able to know what I'm talking about. They might be able to get it. And then when they come back, I'll tell them about different things, what the values are, and I'll feed them. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I just... I've seen a raccoon shake its head before. Because one time I said, do you want this? I was holding up an old grape stem. The, you were doing this? I was holding up an old grape stem. I had already eaten all the grapes off of it. There was a raccoon nearby, and he was trying to find some food. And I said, do you want this? And he shook his head at me. <laughs> he said, no, thanks. He just shook. He said, no. So well, I think they can it. understand things pretty good. I also saw them one time. There was a, you know, somebody was having a problem with them all, and they put up a sign. Said, no more raccoons. Don't come in here. And then they didn't have any more, so they must be oh, able well, to they say, And they're polite enough to respond to a, a no thanks raccoon sign. Yes. So, I don't know. I just... What's really in the trash that you can resell? It's, isn't it going to be just maybe, mostly food? Maybe somebody's old uh, CD player, some old furniture that they don't want anymore. You think the raccoons are going to carry a, ra- a full couch out to you? Well, part of a couch or part of a table. Part of it? What are you going to do with part of a table? Put it together with another part of a table to make a new oh. table. And you want, and then people are just gonna buy some creepy Frankenstein <laughs> table. 
sometimes people throw away um, cups or forks or knives on accident. Could grab those. That and could just be resell some old silverware? Uh, yeah. Different. Uh, you know, if somebody throws away a, uh, an alarm clock that doesn't work anymore, then I take it, unscrew it, and probably have some different electronics parts yeah, that people parts. might want. Um, you know, stuff like that. If they leave out, um, I don't know, some different cans. I could put cans away. Just cans? Get 10 cents every can or oh, whatever. Oh, sure, recycle. Yeah. Yep. Very important. So some of those could be good options. Some of those could, yeah. I just, I, you're going to hate me, but I, I really don't see the profit here. I mean, sure, I mean, I suppose the potential of a raccoon army is limitless, but I, yeah, I feel like maybe you're just using them the wrong way. Okay, so I'll train the raccoon. I'll have to train the raccoons to do something different, huh? Yeah. And then this crime has wheels. Mm. I don't. I we also might maybe find a person who actually has animal training capabilities. Okay. I've seen the Should animals. Should they pursue it or you've not? You've taken care of, and they're they got just no respect for anybody. I don't think you've trained them very well. Okay. Yeah. I, I think we're I don't gonna, like them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay maybe we'll put that on uh, we'll put that on the shelf I don't, I don't know what to say about that one that one's a tough one fine alright then I have two left and I saved the best for last okay okay here we go <clears throat> so I was thinking about robbing people's houses sure as you do and you know what's the main problem with robbing people's houses uh, security systems or people seeing you robbing the house. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah, same thing. All right. And I solved it. Okay. With simple everyday products. Basically, yeah. we're going to build a robot. Okay. And what I need from you is a remote control car. Okay. A grabber a claw thing with the, uh, the, like, like for the, kids' that toys. toys or like that old people use. Yeah, it makes you have longer hand basically yes it makes you have a longer hand yes that one and a can opener okay uh electric one mm -hmm. so then i'm gonna tape it together fashion it make it into a robot that i can use and what it'll do i'll go go over to the people's house that i want to steal from i'll say you that's it that's who i'm stealing from today put down my little robot go and then drive it up to the door and then I use a can opener, turn that on, and the it'll spin, and it'll basically cut a hole through their front door. Sure, that's how can openers work. It'll cut a hole through the front door, and then <clears throat> we'll be able to drive our little robot through. Then I, car. Then I like uh, grab, use the grabber to grab things off of their front entryway mudroom. So one thing that could be nice, could be a good way to steal expensive jackets... Expensive winter jackets. Sure. Car keys. Yeah. Could be a good option. Uh, wallets. Yeah. Different other uh, trinkets that they keep in their pockets and then they take out of their pockets when they go home. Uh, fresh shoes. New, you know, barely used shoes. Could barely grab used. those. Yeah. And then I never even have to get through the whole house. I just go into sort of like the mud room or the front entryway. Yeah. I take that stuff. Uh, one thing I don't think you've really factored in here is the dexterity of those grabbers. 
They're really not very good. All they have to do is grab one thing at a time. Also, what... <clears throat> excuse me. What is the, the device that is actually, like, squeezing the trigger to close the hand? Well, you could tie a string to the, to the fingers, and then you can pull the string, wrap it around one of the wheels of the remote control car, and then that wheel doesn't go unless you push a certain button on the remote, and then that'll basically close up the ground. Okay, but then the whole time you're driving it, that wheel it can't move. It'll be... We'll and, it, and, it's, and it's off. messing up the... You take the wheel off. So it's a three-wheel car. And then the fourth wheel is the claw. The four, Okay. But do you understand how that ruins the the motion, the swiftness of the car? It doesn't have to be swift. Okay. okay, and it's also creating a a dragging sound that's going to be more loud than two people just breaking we in. We could and... put a little foam wheel onto a different spot. Okay, it's also it's also side. the the control will just be way off. You're not going to be the dexterity in the the control of the grabber arm is already way off and now you want to deal with like having to like keep like turning it a certain way so that that it's like locked on like come on man and also neither one of us are engineers we can't just make a robot and by the way your robot is just an rc car with like bits and pieces taped onto it with a a, a, the can opener that can that, that can cut through like Two inches of wood. Well, a can opener can cut through metal, right? A very thin a can opener, piece of aluminum. Can opener looks at metal and says, "Piss off! I'll cut through you in a second. You know, thin, can opener. A thin tough. piece of metal. Yeah, so it just might take a little bit longer, Mikey. And also, but it doesn't actually have a, a weight. Also, how big is this RC car? Because it's not gonna. It's gonna be bigger than the diameter of a, of a can. Or smaller. Yeah, so we gotta probably cut like three cans. Three cans worth of door. That's yes. gonna take hours. When you could, a, a, a skilled team could just go in, either pick the lock or go through a window, be in and out in, but in ten minutes. But they might get caught. I'm not gonna get caught. Because I'm down underneath people's height to see. What do you that t- car. <sighs> you know, I'm, I'm below people's eyesight. You think people are just not gonna notice just a, a remote control car with like a three foot grabber arm and a <laughs> and a can opener that's like dragging not if they're not looking down okay but they're gonna hear that little like squeaky remote control say, car what was that probably a rat or something you don't think do you, so people in your mind just are constantly just looking straight ahead they will never look down if they hear a sound coming from below them those like oh Nonsense, magic. So you don't think this could do so good? I also okay. I just don't think you've really thought out. You've said okay, we can cut a hole through a door. Sure, we can put a grabber on on a car. Sure, but the way it's like you can't get the car, especially with a grabber arm, through the the door hole. What if we made a little grabber arm, um, like slinker upper kind of thing? Put a slinky on it, and then what do you? Make it a cold, make it warm when it starts so that the grabber arm is down. And then when we go in, we have a little air conditioner that blasts onto the slinky. It gets cold, it tightens up, 
and then it puts the grabber arm up into the air for us. Then we can control, you know, as the grabber arm facing forward, that is the most up. Ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's not how a slinky works. It's not like when it gets cold, it just like shrinks up. It's just always flopping around. You'd make it even harder to get around and make <laughs> even more noise. Okay. I don't. I don't. I'll think... think of a different piece of equipment that does that kind of crane, crane-like system. Maybe toy truck or something has one of those on the back. <laughs> Look, I, I I appreciate that you're really trying to flip the. I whole... need a hinge, and then I can do it. Sure. Look, I, I know you got big ideas. You're trying to flip the whole B and E on its head, and it's, I'm just telling you, it's not necessary. You, you you don't fix what's not broken, you know. Okay, well, whatever. No profit for you. You want to talk about the final thing? Yes. You little dork. Says the one trying to build a robot. Okay, this one I am calling painting our bank accounts green. <laughs> okay. Okay. Start a painting school. Okay. We tell the people, hello, welcome to the painting school, everyone. Okay, basically pretend that I'm the painting teacher, right? Sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the painting class. Today, we're going to take you from loser to master in terms of our, your artistic skill in the shortest amount of time possible, saving you thousands of dollars in expensive academy training. Mm-hmm. First thing you guys need to learn today is that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. So what we're going to do is we're going to recreate the work of the masters. Your brain, at its current moment, before you've taken classes, you're probably not smart enough to come up with a good painting. Your brain doesn't think that way. You're not going to be able to see that this is a good shot, this isn't a good shot. You might think that you're creative and you're smart. You're not ready for that yet. So, you can't do that yet. Instead, and then we put up, um, like, Monk's screen, The Scream, mm-hmm. or uh, Starry Night, sure. Van Gogh, uh, something like that. Basically a classic. Okay. Uh, and we say, first things first, you're going to remake this one. So, look at it and try to make it, it look exactly the same. And then it begins. Dun, 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 dun. Play a little music in the background. Uh, and I walk around, look at people's, okay, okay. A little too much yellow on that one. You know, that one's, you're looking a little loose on those strokes, buddy. Or whatever. Okay. And I look around and I find the best one. And then I see, oh, there it is. There's the winner right there. And I go up to them and I say, sorry, this is not correct. It, it, doesn't look good. I'm really sorry to admit this to you. This is pretty not great. So throw it in the trash. Okay. Then I give them a new thing and then I say, why don't you try again differently this time? And then the class is over and I go over to the trash. I pick up the best work of the forgery and then I try to sell it as the original, basically. That's so dumb. What are you talking about? <laughs> you, you're going to train brand new art students to recreate masterpieces. Yes. And then sell them as the original? Try to, yeah, yeah. Or Even as an original recreate, replication or something. An original replication. Do those yeah. make a lot of money? Sometimes. 
if they're good. I've seen some replications go for pretty penny. At least, you know, 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Then that's going to cancel out the cost of starting a studio and well, they're still marketing. Be, and they're still going to be paying me for the art classes, just bonus money, basically. But hopefully I can get thousands because I'm hoping that I can tell someone this is, you know, this is Lou Van Gogh, Starry Night, the OG. And they'll say, I, I don't believe you, bud. And I'll say, it is. And I'll get you to come in as the appraiser, checker-outer, and you'll take a look with magnifying glass. Yep, this original. And then we'll sell it. And anyone who knows art will just not... will just be like, oh, it's not hanging up in a museum in some fancy city. It got stolen a long time ago, handed down for generations to me. I have it now, <laughs> and I don't want it anymore. I'm tired of it. It doesn't look good. <laughs> you know, whatever. We just say whatever we want. Uh-huh. That we're selling it. That's why we're selling it. What do you think of that? It's pretty cute, right? It's a nice story. I get to teach art. And then... Do you think you can teach art? Did you hear me do the thing? I mean, I, I Basically, heard... I just gave you free lessons. Oh, is that so? Yeah. I, I, okay. All right, this is a brainstorming session, so it's brainstorm. This is a mind hurricane. A mind hurricane. Not a brainstorm. Mind hurricane. Okay. Yep. So the crime is selling replicants uh, of masterpieces as the real thing. Yes. Okay. Or and... as good recreations. If we can get quite get it for the real thing. Uh, then it is a good recreation. Still looks very nice on your walls. Okay. Yep. Um, and we do this by starting an art school. Uh, a low grade art school. Yeah, like a wine, wine and painting kind of course, you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Two hour lesson. Sure. Yeah. God, it's just so not good on every level. I really just don't like this one. But I'm determined to help you. I Why feel like I wasn't helpful the last couple. Tell me what's not good about this. I just you're not gonna get these new beginners, unless maybe there's one guy who's just there to show off. But even then, he won't be able to recreate a masterpiece. If he has a picture of it in front of him, and he just is making the same thing, somebody is going to do a pretty good job. Okay. And then you go up to this person, you tell them, oh, your work sucks, I hate it, it's yep. bad, and you should feel bad. This is really pretty, pretty ugly, dude. And then, I'm so sorry about this. And then you just rip it from him and throw it in the trash. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm so sorry about this, but you... You should start over. It's time for you to start over. This is not working at all in any way. I mean, look at this corner over here. That What is that? It's just... The corner? Then, that's some real good art critique. Put it in the garbage and give him a new sheet. Say, try again. Okay. And then we pull out the... Then class is dismissed. Everybody leaves. And, oh, Mr. Garbage Man, don't take that yet. Let me take it. Okay, I feel like instead of of just weirdly taking them and throwing them in the trash, what if we just said, "All right, we we need the I need the a day to appraise these and then give grades. Come back tomorrow, mm-hmm. and 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 then we get the real one and we switch his fake for the real one, and then you give him. What do you mean? Give him the real one." And then we the keep, real Van Gogh that he just painted. And then we keep our fake one. 
So you think you can get your hands on the real Starry Night? Well, could yeah, I thought that's where you were going with it. I Why would we was... give him a multi-million dollar painting? So probably so we can sell a fake. No, one. we say we we do our best to sell this painting, and then everyone comes back and says, you know, it's the weirdest thing. We had a, a, a robbery last night. And, and and we don't just say his is missing. There's like three or four other people's paintings that are missing. Don't look at me like that. So you think... So, okay, wait. Let me get your plan. Let me, let me see how I understand this real quick here. So, okay, everyone. Great lesson. Uh, time to go. Thank you for coming. Oh, everybody, please leave your paintings with me. I will grade it. And then... You can come back tomorrow and find out what your grade is. Well, okay. I guess it would have to... It, it couldn't be, like, just a, an afternoon, like, one-and-done arts and craft class. It would have to be, like, a real class. It has to be a two-day lesson. Or it, it could be even be a, a weekly lesson or, like, a... Okay. So next week at the beginning of class, I'll give you back your thing. Something like that. And then it comes around and I say, oh, my gosh, you guys. I was grading them outside and and it started storming and... So I lost uh, Timothy, James, you know. Well, not just Allison, that. It, it, the place and... will look a little ransacked. There's art supplies missing. Paint, and you know, it paint like art supply is very expensive. It's kind of a trap for our young, starving <laughs> artists. It is. So it's it's all the stuff is missing. Uh, for some reason, they stole all your shitty paintings. You know, art supplies gone. Paintings are gone. You know, I I left my grandfather's watch here, and that's gone. You know. Okay. And then they they're gonna say, "Oh, damn!" And then we say, "Well, we'll just make another today." Make Pretty much. And then this week, and then we get back to. The and then reader. we sell the, and then we sell it. We say this is an original, and well, then we can try. If they say, "I don't believe you," this is the original. We say, "Okay, you caught us as a fake, but do you want to buy the fake?" Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good crime. You think so? You like my revision? Yeah, that'll do for me. Better than having to throw away a good artist's... Yeah, just ruin cr- their crush day. his spirit. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Yeah. That'll do. That'll do. All right, I suppose it's time to wrap up. Thanks for watching, everybody. Have a good day. Oh, uh, okay. Well, hold on, because there's stuff we got to do. Okay. And I'm going to try to get through this quick. So I'm if- timing you. Go. Okay. All right. And time's up. No. All right. If you want to get in contact with us, uh, email us at uh, theperfectcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Boring. Uh, we have a website also called theperfectcrimepodcast.com. There's a, there's a window where you can email us from there. Uh, Twitter is at perfectcrimepod. Follow us. Tweet us. There's some updates on the show. Not much, but, you know, there's stuff. Maybe if there's more followers, I'd tweet more. Anyway, um, it, it would really help us if you would, <laughs> if you would uh, uh, give us some five star reviews if you're listening on iTunes. Um, otherwise, just tell everyone in your 40. entire life about this show. Just say, "Hey, listen, uh, it's pretty great," and uh, I think that's about it. What do you think of that? Fifty seconds it took you to explain those things. Under a minute. That's pretty good. Under a minute. That was the longest. 50 seconds of my life. Why do you hate getting the I'm word out I'm never going to get back. Show? I probably lose more time than having a cigarette by having to listen okay, to Okay, I just lost an entire 
47 minutes <laughs> listening to your bullshit. So who's the real <laughs> victim here? You know? Okay, touche. I got you. All right. Deal. 50 seconds. That's pretty good. Okay. Just... That's how it could go every week if you didn't interrupt me every goddamn time. Okay. Uh, well, say goodbye to the people. All right. See you next Bye, Thursday. people.